More Hello, sadness. Everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speak. Um, it's quite the doozy. Mm-hmm. To the, it's kind of to the point where there's not even a whole... Actually, I always say, I always say, there's not a whole lot to talk about, and then those episodes then, end up being an yeah, hour and fifteen minutes for long. like forty minutes about one <laughs> one scene. Yeah, and I think that is kind of what it is. Like, um, I mean, they they do more of like, okay, wait. So first of all, it's season five, episode seventeen, called Forever. Forever. And the gist here is just basically everybody dealing in the wake of, uh, Joyce's death. Yes. Um, and it's just brutal. It was absolutely brutal. It's a very hard episode to watch. I know. And it's, everybody's really holding their own though, performance wise and decision wise. Like, like the characters are all making sense. Oh, excuse me. Oh gosh. The characters are all making sense. And like the actors are holding it up as per Michelle Trachtenberg came through this episode. She surprises me all the time. I really, to this to this day, I'll never understand why people don't like her. I yeah, think she's no. Especially, the sweetest little thing. And it's it's just like, yeah, like I don't know. With so this episode is all about like so. Dawn in the last episode, you kind of saw a little bit of this, but she took it very very hard, like even harder than Buffy in that she didn't really understand right or believe it and stuff like that and just grappling with that fact alone like is it makes the process so much harder i would imagine absolutely so um yeah so dawn's kind of reeling and she wants to resurrect her mom yeah which Um, um there's a lot going on in this episode yeah but i don't and while i think some characters willow make bad decisions in this episode um i don't think dawn is one of them um i think this is a totally natural reaction to have even you know in a world where magic exists exactly yeah and i think that people who don't like dawn dawn reminds me of buffy very much and i think that that's why they don't get along all the time Mm mm-hmm is because, um, like, Buffy Buffy would have done the same thing, I feel like, it, at that age. Like, at 14, now, now that yeah. She's, right, now that she's a grown-up and stuff like that, like, she, she knows. But, you know, I mean, we've seen her go to major extremes for the people that she loves, and that's kind of her trait. I mean, like, she's the she's a fucking slayer, like, mm-hmm. you know? But, um... But also Dawn comes through because she doesn't actually make the mistake, you know? Right. If Dawn, she so kind of- at the end of the episode, right at the very end, um, the whatever was resurrected is coming to the house. Mm-hmm. And um, right before Buffy sees her, right before either of them see her, Dawn destroys the image, which is what breaks the spell. Mm-hmm. And, and I think... That if if she would have allowed this creature or whatever, the zombie, whatever it is, um, to, like, become another character, I think that would have been a huge mistake. And I would have seen how people 
hated Dawn, but just she's just a little girl. Yeah, she's just a kid who misses her mom. I know. Like, I think about me when I was 14. I did the craziest shit. (laughs) I was in absolute anguish at all times. (laughs) And so I don't understand, like, yeah, I don't understand how you can hold it against her. No, for sure. Um, So this episode starts with them picking out the coffin for yeah. her mom and Dawn is being like, I don't even know if mom would like this. And she's, it's just kind of all of her comments. Oh God. Um, <laughs> all of her <laughs> comments just kind of, they're all manifested in the fact that she wishes her mom was there. Yeah. So her saying, I don't think that mom would like this. That's not like, like she's talking shit to Buffy. She doesn't but, know that her mom wouldn't like this. She's just like, we shouldn't pick out anything because what if, like, because we should wait what to hear mom what mom like has to say. Exactly. And so, and, and Buffy's like, Dawn shouldn't even be here. Somebody should take her home. Like, she shouldn't be allowed in this process. And I understand that. I do think that Dawn has seen too much to fall into that category mm-hmm. anymore as well. Like, I think, um, oh, I mean, I think just the the issue with the key alone is enough. But then on top of like Buffy being the slayer and Dawn, like seeing all these creatures and stuff like that. Like, I think she's kind of earned her place. And also we've seen how she deals when she's being kept out of a process, you Mm -hmm. know, like whenever, when everybody knew that she was the key and was treating her weird, she lost it immediately within, within a couple of scenes. Like as soon as everybody found out, right. She could tell and got really mad and reacted worse than she probably would have if Buffy would have sat her down and explained. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so Buffy's kind of, like, torn to include her in this. And I would also imagine that Buffy doesn't want to do this by herself. And I know she has I know she has Giles, who is a godsend. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's doing so... <laughs> I just... I think of that gif that's Chris Jenner and she's like you're doing you're doing great sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel that's about exactly. Giles. Yeah, and I mean so while we're on Giles, I don't I don't want to forget to mention this. So one of the things that they're doing, okay, so they they have the funeral and all this stuff and then they kind of go through scene by scene and show how each member of the Scooby gang is acting mm-hmm. post funeral. Uh-huh. And Giles is in his room alone. He's uh, listening to the same song that he and Joyce listened to in Band Candy. I was wondering if that's what it was. I figured you would know. It's um, he's it's because I've it's like because Joyce didn't want to wake. Like that was his right. kind of like hit, homage yeah. to her. Oh god. It's Yeah, hard. it was a nice scene. <laughs> and even if it wasn't cuz I wasn't sure, I was like I wonder if that's the same song that they were listening to. Um I just couldn't remember. But mm-hmm. either way, it was also like him kind of reminiscing like just on his own life and I think it's important to note that he's the only other adult character in the show. Yeah. And sure. he seems he he's around Joyce's age, you know? Mhm. And I know, obviously, he hasn't had the health complications that she had. But, like, you know, you think, you really think about that stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. around your age passes, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, I thought that was a sweet moment. I thought, I don't don't know, it was just, I just love him. I I think that's all it's coming down to. It's just, (laughs) I love him. Giles Um, Giles is a good character. 
He has some good scenes. Yeah. It's just all the most, for me, like, some of the most, like, affecting scenes in the show involve Giles. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And he's just... He's just wise and he's always been there. And so that's one of those things too, is just like, he, he also respects everybody. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, I mean like, you know, Xander gets on his nerves and stuff like that, but he's never been a dick to Xander. And if Xander came to him for actual help, he wouldn't turn him away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like they go, like every time they split up into groups, like Giles is always with Xander and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So even though he doesn't have, like, the um, amicable relationship, like, the same type of friendship that he and Buffy have, then... Right. You know? Yeah. He's so sweet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Giles is, like, helping take care of everything, and um, and uh, it's all going well. So they, they pick out the coffin, and then that night they're having dinner, and Buffy's, like, not even eating. She's just looking at, like, the program for the funeral, and what kind of flowers to have, etc. And Giles is there helping with everything. And the whole time, Dawn just has like, I was going to say scowl, but it's more like she's she's watching Buffy like a hawk the mm-hmm. whole episode, which eventually leads up to the, the, final, the final scene where Dawn's calling out like what she thinks Buffy is doing and like how Buffy's handling this. Yeah. Um, which is Dawn thinks that she doesn't even care. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know how the, she gets slapped in the face for that, to which I was like, good. Thank God. Cause sometimes <laughs> listen, I know plenty of 14 year olds that could use a slap in the face. <laughs> it might be good for them. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so like the whole the whole episode, Buffy's just watching Dawn like take care of everything, and mm-hmm. and Buffy is being very co- oh my god. Um, after the funeral, Buffy stays there until sundown, mm-hmm. and Angel comes. Angel is in this episode. Yeah, and I thought it made sense. It did. I I I agree. Yeah, of course. Um, he as soon as the sun's down, he comes up and he says I'm sorry I couldn't come sooner and uh yeah I mean they just they sat there with her and I really I don't see anybody else being able to comfort her the way that he does yeah I thought this was a um, I thought it was a I thought it made a lot of sense and it was like sweet and sad because like he can't stay and she like wants more than anything for him to be able to stay. And yeah, I mean, if if it wasn't for the whole him losing his soul when they have sex thing, they'd still be together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, oh God, that's hard. That's tough. Yeah. It's, it was, it was brutal. A, it was a very, it was a sad scene because they end up like, it was they, really, they're making uh, out and then they're just like, He's like, how long do you want me to stay? And she's like, how about forever? Is forever okay? And he's like, you know I can't do that. And it's just very, like, it's very bittersweet. And um, it, yeah. it, it's one of, it's like one of the most tender moments, I think, between the two of them. Like, just like, I think that moment and then the moment right after she stabs him at the end of season two and he sees her. Oh. Like, and he's like, Buffy? And that moment and this moment and a couple of others are just like, 
you can see I'm not a huge I don't really care for I I see Angel's merit, but I don't really care for him that much. But like these moments I'm like, oh man, they are really cute together. Yeah, that's the thing is that Angel individually, I'm like yeah, good he's like a good vampire. I get it. Um <laughs> but for what he does for Buffy, that's the reason I like Angel. Mm-hmm. Um is just he he I mean it's like I said like he just comforts her better than anybody else does. Yeah. And I wonder why that is. I wonder if it's just, she just trusts him so much. I think that it is. She, I think she trusts I think honestly even more than like maybe even Willow and Xander. She trusts him more than like anyone in her life. Well, he's seen a different side of her, and also he's, um, I mean, it's the same thing, like, we were kind of talking about it just from a romantic standpoint. Like, a Buffy dating a vampire would be closer to Buffy dating somebody on her equal level than Buffy dating a human. Exactly, yeah, and I think that's, um, that, that's a good point, and I mean, like, we don't need to talk about this right now, but that's, I think that's a, the big problem that Riley had. Was that he never yeah. he never felt like he could he could keep up with her and honestly he he couldn't like no yeah there's just there was just no way and we've talked about how the She's Slayer like it's kind of just the other hero. side of the coin with vampires exactly they're they're the same but different and Angel um was as close to like I think Angel and Spike are as close to equals with her as like anybody can get. Right, like, and Angel even Angel even more so. Spike Spike's still unlearning. So <laughs> right, we had a Spike scene this episode, habits. and it was very we sweet. Did. Uh, I don't know if I'd go so far to say very sweet. It was sweet. I think. <laughs> I think it was kind of sweet. I mean, I mean, just to like put a fork in the Angel thing, it's just like, <sighs> yeah, I wish he could stay. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad. Another reason. Yeah. And um, he just really kind of grounds her and stuff like that. And she genuinely seems better after talking to him. Yeah, for sure. You know, like more validated and more like at terms with things. I think that's a good Uh, way to put it. I think she seems a lot more like she's obviously like still dealing with a bunch of crap. But like, I think she's accepted it a little bit more than she had before just talking to him yeah. and he the and re- the yeah way he's and it's sad to, her, to see he's that saying it's gonna take time it's gonna be okay like you need to relax and not rush this and just take this and, as it comes it's kind of like what he's saying to her and she was blaming herself she was like oh she was like i she's like they said it probably wouldn't have done anything or like, I probably couldn't have helped or whatever. She's like, I haven't told anybody that. And he was like, he was like, do not blame yourself. He's like, this was not your fault. There was nothing you could have done. Yeah. And I think that comes from Buffy. Buffy saves people Mm -hmm. all the time. So when there's somebody that she can't save and it's somebody really important. Yeah. Like, and I mean, it's pretty safe to say that Buffy saving her mom is much more important than anybody she's ever, any rando she's ever saved at the bronze. Right. And, uh, so she's just like, why could I do that? But not this. And it's just, it's a fucking act of God. You know, you can't, right. You can't predict it and stuff like that. And they're saying, yeah, I mean, what they said probably, but what's she supposed to do about an aneurysm? Right. Yeah. You know, and, also, this isn't... They didn't say probably, but sure. 
for the wow. sake of this episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. But then there is, okay. And one of the reasons that I liked that angel scene so much is because he left at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's because he didn't overstay his welcome. Yeah, no, they they make out a little bit, and she's like, do you see the problem? And she's saying, she's like, you shouldn't stay, um, you know, I'm really needy right now, and we're just gonna get, we're just gonna make everything more difficult than it already is. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that, and then he's like, alright, bye! And I'm like, yep, see you, Angel, thanks for that. <laughs> enjoyed, enjoyed having Don't you. Don't let the door <laughs> hit you where the good lord split you. Yeah, um, and then... So then after that, they're all at the house and they're kind of just like talking about uh, the funeral or whatever. And Xander and Willa leave and on their way out, they run into Spike Mm -hmm. and who was carrying the most pathetic bouquet of flowers I've ever seen. Um, Like, did he just pick those at the side of the road? Yeah. Um, And Xander's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, she doesn't need to see you right now. And he was like. I really like Joyce, and he, excuse me, he did. Like, I Yeah, the thing is, he's not lying. Like, and I say very sweet, I just mean, like, I was happy to see his reaction to this death, because he, he did really like her, and, like, you see that since season two, like, she was, um, when, when he and Buffy team up to kind of take down Angel... He's right, at yeah. her house, and he and she's like, "I'm sorry, have we met?" And he was like, "Oh, you uh, hit me over the head with an axe one time. Uh, get the hell away from right. my daughter." <laughs> and she's yeah. like, um, "Yeah, yeah." Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorite scenes. I just, I always really like Joyce and Spike scenes together because me too, me too. Because he's right. She's like one of the only people of this. I mean, like, and she, you know what? She's um removed i would say right that's what i was about to say she doesn't know the full story of spike Uh and she hasn't seen how many times spike has beat the shit out of buffy yeah i imagine she'd probably feel a lot different towards him Mm -hmm. if she had seen all of those scenes where they're fighting all over the uc sunnydale campus (laughs) um but yeah i mean she was i i see i mean we've we talked about his affection for her recently in this season. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he was telling the truth, but I also wouldn't put it past him, you know, to be like, I think it was like a, I think it was like 90% that he really liked her. And then he was also like, I really want to see Buffy. And yeah. Maybe something yeah. like that. Just, I mean, I don't think he could have prevented that, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, it's like that thing where like you're going for one reason, but there's also this bonus Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Where it's yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. going, he really, he genuinely is going to pay his respect and offer some comfort through the form of some shitty flowers. But, <laughs> um, but there's the added bonus of like Buffy's going to see him being cordial. Um, right. Yeah, but he just throws the flowers down and walks away because Xander won't let him near the house. And uh, Willow picks it up and is like, Xander, there wasn't even a card. Yeah. And so Buffy wasn't even going to know that he sent them, I guess. I guess he was planning on just leaving them on the doorstep Mm -hmm. or something like that. But, um, eh, I'm still mad at him. 
And I know that there's going to come a time where I forgive him. I know I'll forgive him eventually, but uh, right now I'm still mad at him. And I'm just waiting for him to pay his dues. I think that's totally fair. Right. Uh, And then, let's see, who else? Okay, so Xander and Anya have sex about it. That's how they deal with it. Yeah. Um, A strange little transition there. It it was. It was. (laughs) Um, I also just don't like the thought of them having sex. Like, you know, to me, whenever I look at them, they're kind of like already an old married couple. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, like, it's not hot to see them have sex or post sex or anything. <laughs> right, right. I'm not like, oh, um, yes, this is the content. Yeah. Um, but so they have this, they have this uh, intercourse. And then afterwards, <laughs> Anya is like, <laughs> they're talking about how it's more intense uh huh. Um, which I thought was kind of strange, but Anya, the way she's rationalizing it, which is how she deals with everything, right? But um, she says that because she's more aware of death now, and she understands that there can't be life without death, and there can't be death without life. Mm-hmm. And she was thinking about how like she has the power to create life, right? Which I'm not sure I understand the but, the rationale, right? Well. I guess. I just didn't relate very heavily to that scene. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I mean, and a lot of people, this is, uh, this is a plot, not a plot point, I wouldn't say, but, um, a trope, I guess, in a lot of, um, media, is that, uh, a lot of people react to death with sex or whatever. Um, there's a whole song about it in Rent, um, but, uh, oh yeah. Um, it's uh, it's just like you know, you kind of it's like you feel this like desperate. I mean, in my understanding, you feel this like desperate urge to like kind of prove quote prove that you're alive, and quote like you know I'm doing air quotes like what is more alive than like having sex or like being with someone and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and uh. You know, I can think of like fifteen people, different things off the top of my head. I was gonna say some people believe that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't know if I necessarily do. Uh, yeah. but um, but it it's just very like um. I mean, I understand because sex, um, as it has been uh, portrayed, um, in the show, especially with Anya, sex is very important to her. Um, and I can, I guess I can see how this thing that she's, um, experienced or had experience with before has kind of, like, shown a new light, you know, whatever. I mean, it could be anything for you. Like, if you were like, oh, my, like, you know, my friend's mom died, so I'm going to create more art. Because, like, how can, how can, like, how can I live on past death without art? Or, you know insert thing here it doesn't just have to be sex or making children or whatever like that but it's just how Anya relates to it I guess um it's it it was it wasn't a particularly moving scene for me but I I understood the rationale yeah okay you I get it I get it more now that you've explained it that way um yeah and then Willow and Tara who 
are much more interesting than <laughs> Xander. Uh, but Willow and Tara, so Dawn, she didn't want to come back to the house. She didn't want to come back to, like, the empty house after the funeral. So she goes and has a sleepover at uh, Willow and Tara, Willow's dorm, I guess. Um, right? Are they still in the dorms? Yeah, they're still they're still in the dorm. They're still in school. Okay. Um, haha, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so Dawn, Dawn has to sleep over there and, uh, she kind of reveals her true intentions, which is she wants to resurrect her mother, right? Right. And they talk to her about how, um, Wiccans took an oath that they would never mess with the cycle of life and death. Yeah, and, and Tara's, um, Tara's defense is that, it just messes with the the um, the balance, you know. Yeah, yeah. It messes with the balance of how things are supposed to go. Like once someone is once someone is gone, they shouldn't necessarily be brought back. Um, and uh, this, um, it's just like Tara's like we took an oath long time ago to not do that, and Willow's argument. Is that it's hard. Yeah. Not, Willow's argument is not that it is morally wrong, but that it is a very difficult spell to accomplish. And it goes wrong really frequently. And it goes wrong a lot. Like a lot of people have, um, a lot of people have messed it up. And that, and Tara <laughs> is kind of like, that's not the point. The point is that you shouldn't bring back someone who like life has taken from you. Like, that's just not how it right. works. And there's also kind of a cold moment in there. It's so Tara is telling Don, she says, I know how you feel. And Don goes, no, you don't. And I'm like, yeah. well, I, I wanted her she to knows be like, how you feel uh, better than I really wanted Tara to be like, well, actually, <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to Cause I like, the thing is that brings you comfort when somebody that you know and respect has gone through this, you find out that they have gone through the same thing that you are currently yeah, dealing and with. and it was also weird to me, it was also weird to me that Willow didn't kind of step in and was like, actually, no, yeah. like, she totally has. Um, because I'm sure Willow knows, I'm sure Tara's told her all about it. Yeah, of course. But, um, I mean, that's not, you know, I, whatever. I, I noticed that too, it's and fine. I was like, yeah. I was just like, why didn't she say anything? Like, I, I get they, they they might have had that conversation written in and then cut it for time or something maybe. like that. Yeah, I I wonder um, because it wouldn't have been like all it would have done would be like Dawn would just be like, oh okay, I'm well, still going to well, try to resurrect my mom. Though. You know, yeah, she probably would have still found a way to justify it. Right. So who knows? Um, but yeah, so they basically just tell her no. And then Dawn pouts about it and just goes to sleep in her little sleeping bag. And then the next day, uh, Willow and Tara, they leave for class and leave Dawn in there. And as they're leaving, Willow pulls a book off the shelf. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so does Dawn, I felt like Dawn saw her do that. And that's why she went and pulled it? Or was it just supposed to be that Willow did that so that Dawn would find it? Yeah, Willow did that you know so I mean? that Dawn would notice it was sticking out. Okay. Um, 
anyway, so she goes and she flips through it and it's the history of witchcraft and she flips to the section about resurrection spells and just how difficult they are and how wrong they're going to be. And Willow's, I mean, Willow's always, uh, kind of vouch for that because because dawn's always shown an interest in witchcraft uh-huh. and willow has always said like just give her a history book like it's not spells like just let her read about it yeah and but like that's how it starts you know yeah yeah um and dawn would you know knowing her she's a smart kid like she'd just figure it out fast and then just find her own spell oh dawn is just she's like a She's like a bull. Like, she <laughs> she really just, like, can't be contained. And, like, when she wants something, she gets it. Mm-hmm. And that already comes from just being a teenager and thinking that you're better than everybody else. Yeah. Um, but then on top of that, like, she knows that she's a key, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's, like, I think that kind of attributes to her... So it kind of seems like it, it kind of seems like she has the same effect of like nihilism to her. Like you know when you're like nihilist, you're like nothing matters, which kind of means that anybody can do whatever they want and just like just do what right. you want. Like just live your life, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what it seems like being a key has done for Dawn. Like Dawn's like I'm a key and none of this is real, so mm-hmm. I'm going to live my life to the fullest and just kind of do what I want. Right. Like, I'm not, like, I know that I'm a 14-year-old girl, but I'm not actually a 14-year-old girl, so I'm going to go get that book. Yeah, yeah. Um, I imagine that her um, her line of thinking is, you know, I can basically do whatever. <laughs> right. So, she reads it, and... Uh, just kind of uses it as a a jumping off point to uh to steal to, like, from you know. the magic shop, right? Which I hate when she does that. I'm like, those are sales. Like, aren't there any other witch stores in town that you can steal <laughs> for from? real? Um, SMH. But so she, <laughs> yeah, don't steal from Giles. Steal from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes and gets all the stuff that she needs and then she's going out to the grave and gathering the dirt from the grave and Spike catches her. Mm-hmm. And he offers to help her. Yep. And he's like, you're doing it all wrong. You're gonna get a zombie. Um, let's go see this guy. So then they go see Doc. And who's adorable, by the way. He is, um, um so that's Joel Gray. Best known for, um, he is, uh, I want to say, uh, I want to say he's, uh, he, he was famous for being a Roxy's husband in Chicago. Um, not in the movie, but like on, on stage. Interesting. Joel Gray. I think I actually, hold on, I'm looking at, he's in Cabaret. Yeah, and he's also oh, that's, he was also that's the filmography though. He was also the wizard in the original um, Broadway cast of Wicked. Interesting. I'm trying to look. I watched uh, Capote last night with Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm-hmm. and I feel like he was in it. But if he wasn't, then there was somebody who looks very similar to him. Doesn't look like he was. Joel, Joel Gray Capote. Yeah, I don't think so. Then who was that? I don't know. We'll who find was out later. He? I'll find out later. Um, but yeah, so they go see this guy, and uh, he just kind of like knows 
a bunch of stuff about a bunch of stuff. And so he he helps him out and gives him a good spell to resurrect her mom and explains to her how she does it and all that stuff. And he tells her, and this is kind of key. Well, first of all, he's like, go get the egg from the Gora demon. Tells him where to find him. Mm-hmm. Very specifically, I might add. He's like, right. enter this sewer gate on the corner of Smith and Perry Street. Yeah, take and then, a left. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then he tells her that in order to reverse the spell, all you have to do is destroy the image of your mother that you used to make the spell. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so Dot and Spike go down there. Oh, goodness. I haven't had any caffeine today, Beth. Can you believe that? I, I, I can because you've been yawning for the last 40 oh, minutes. Oh, God. Um, it's unnatural. So uh, they go and they get the egg. Uh, and Spike is just fighting this three-headed demon. Mm-hmm. While it's kind of like a dinosaur is like what it kind of looks like. Yeah, like a small a dinosaur. Um, while John grabs an egg from its nest... And then they get it the first time, and then they're running back up the tunnel, and Dawn trips and falls and breaks the egg. Yeah. And Spike is like, let's go, let's go. And she was like, no. And then she runs back in there. So then Spike has to run back in there. Mm-hmm. And then Spike gets bit real bad. <laughs> like, real bad. Real chomp. Yeah, he's more like chomped than bit. It's like his entire body is inside of this thing's mouth. Yeah. Um, but Dawn gets another egg, and then they run out of there, and they get it. And then, oh, yeah, and Spike makes it very clear to never tell Buffy what he's doing. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate this. I'm so sorry. I'll drink coffee. I'll drink coffee next time. But um, <laughs> so so he tells Buffy to never, ever tell her, and that the only reason he's helping her is because he doesn't like to see Summer's women take it so hard on the chin. Yeah. And I understand that so completely. Like, I mean – he knows Buffy, right? Like, he knows mm-hmm. how difficult her life is already and stuff yeah. like that. And he's trying to – he's just trying to help out. And if and if he thinks this will work, you know. Yeah. Which I, I can't imagine being like, oh, yeah, this will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Plus, imagine <laughs> all of Joyce's friends and family already came to the funeral. So what happens when <laughs> – Yeah, for they, real. Just kidding. They come around. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, uh, whoops. That was mm-hmm. quite the misunderstanding. But, <laughs> yeah, so um, so he helps he helps Dawn or whatever, and then he, like, drops her back off at her house, I guess, and leaves. And uh, Dawn is doing the spell, and then Willow, whenever she realizes kind of uh, what's happening and what's what Dawn's trying to do, she calls Buffy to stop her, and so Buffy runs up to her room and... Um, stops her after she's, well, I say stops her. She yells at her after she's already finished the spell. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then they go downstairs and they're waiting for their mom to show up and they're kind of yelling at each other and going at it. And there's really, this scene is hard to describe without just watching it, you know? (laughs) It's like, and if you haven't seen it recently, I would recommend rewatching it. It's a really incredible scene. And this is whenever... Dawn is like, at least I'm trying. I'm trying to get her back, and I miss her, and you're just taking care of everything, and you act like it's a chore, just cleaning up after the mess that Mom left. And that's when and that's when Buffy slaps her. Yeah, because that's completely out of line. Yeah. 
Um, and it's like, like who's going to, and that's what Buffy tells her is like, who's going to make these decisions if mom, if, if not me, right? Yeah. Like mom's gone. Mom would be making the decision, but she's not here. So I have to. And she's like, who's going to take care of us? I am. And like, who's going to deal with this? I am. I have to now. Like I'm mom now. Yeah. And, um, and I guess that's something that Don, Don clearly hadn't thought of. Because mm-hmm. Buffy's her Buffy's her big sister, yeah. You know, and Dawn has always felt like it's like they're in the same boat, mm-hmm. but they are not in the same boat on this because Buffy's life is. Go- I mean, both of their lives are going to change radically, but Buffy's day to day responsibilities are much different now that her mom's gone, mm-hmm. and so and her dad's nowhere. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. For real. Oh, and Paul. that's another thing. For like two seconds, they talk about it. He's he's just Rhett, not yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, um, I was glad that they addressed that because I don't know if I would have thought about that. I probably would have while we were recording, but I wouldn't have thought about it while I was watching the episode. Um, yeah. Just because he's never been there, you know. Right. But yeah, God, that's so shitty. Yeah, I um, know. Didn't even come to his ex-wife's funeral. Ugh. So. They're having this fight, and Buffy kind of explains to her. Oh, and Buffy also makes this good point. She says, when I stop, when I stop planning everything, she's really gone. And that's something that she brings up with Angel, too. She says the instant that or she said everything, like, she's had something to do up until this point, and there's been kind of guidelines like, okay, someone in your family has died. You need to pick out a coffin. You need to throw this. You need a program. You need flowers and all that stuff. And But as soon as that's over... You just got to get up and live the next yeah, day. Yeah, and Angel says, uh, and he, she goes, it's tomorrow that scares me. And Angel goes, what's tomorrow? And she goes, exactly. Yeah. And and, um, and he goes, tomorrow the stuff of everyday living resumes. Yeah. Yeah, and so Buffy kind of explains that to John. is just like, like, as soon as I'm done actually processing like her death if that makes sense and i mean processing i I mean processing is in like like filling out all the forms and signing death certificates and making sure like she's filed away Mm -hmm. and then it's just done and there's nothing there's not going to be anything left to do for her mom yeah like it's just going to be her and dawn yeah and so she explains that to Dawn, and then Dawn, like, and another thing Michelle Trachtenberg does, while this is going on, obviously it's cutting back and forth between Buffy explaining her side and then Dawn, and you can see, like, the realization on Dawn's face that she's like, I've been scrutinizing her for days, being like, why isn't she dealing with this the way I am? And she's realizing that things aren't this because Don Don just thought that they would be on equal levels, right? Like mm-hmm. she's like, it's just my sister and stuff like that. But um, yeah, you see, like this realization kind of wash over her. Yeah, when she's like, this is so much harder for Buffy. Yeah, than it is for anybody else. And then, um, and then a shadow passes in front of the a Joyce shaped shadow. Yeah. Passes in front of the window and you see her outdated shoes and she knocks on the front door and Buffy like turns and is like, mom, and runs oh, over to the door. 
Oh, it's brutal. It is. Uh, so she's running to the door and Dawn's going, Buffy, wait, because Dawn is realizing, Dawn's realizing that just what she's doing is going to make everything more difficult. Yeah. And she was, I think she was doing the resurrection really for selfish reasons, obviously. Like, I don't even think she once thought about Buffy and whether or not Buffy would like to have her back. Right. And if she, if she had thought about Buffy, then she had decided that Buffy wouldn't like to have her back. Um, which is why she was keeping it a secret from Buffy. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, so she like kind of realizes that what she's doing is wrong. And right before Buffy opens the door, Dawn rips the picture in half. Mm-hmm. And you hear kind of like a whooshing sound and Buffy opens the door and there's nobody there. And that's too much. Right. That was way too much for Buffy to handle. And she just can't do it anymore. And so she just, she just like collapses onto Dawn and then they fall into their entryway with the door wide open and they're just both crying together. And and then the episode ends. It was incredibly hard to watch. It was, I got really, I didn't cry as much as I did during the body, probably because I didn't watch it at midnight. Um, right. But I, I did cry. I did definitely cry because it's just a very, like, sad like, mm, horrible, brutal moment of just, like, that's also incredibly sweet. Like, you like you really see them, like, coming together as sisters and dealing with this together. Oh. Uh, it's hard. Yeah. This episode was really, really, yeah. really hard. Yeah, it's just, it's not fun to watch, I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> but it is... It, I was going to say entertaining. It's more captivating, I guess. Like, you very, just don't really yeah. want to look away. It was a very... It, I really enjoyed um, the uh, expression, the different expressions of grief. And kind of the discussion yeah. on that yeah, that was happening. Too. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, man. And that's that. I mean... I'm not sure not, what's coming. Not too much else to include about this episode. We kind of, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm, it's it's not funny. It's just very, very brutal. Yeah, but it's so important to. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it and how, how the show's going to go from now on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, oh my God, it just left my head. Never mind. I don't think anything. <laughs> um. Anyway, I give it a nine. Give it a nine? Um, I'm going to give it a ten. It might deserve a ten. I, um, I don't, don't want to I don't have you a don't. reason. Well, no, because I said nine, and I was thinking nine before it, but then after talking through it, there's not anything that I would change, except for, like, I would have, I would have loved a scene where Tara gets to talk to them about Right. Her losing her mother and stuff like that. Just because I, uh, I think just, just being able to talk about something and feel like you're not the only person who's ever gone through it just means a lot. But that's why, I mean, yeah. fucking representation matters, right? But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't have a reason for it to not be a 10. So it's a 10, actually. Yeah. Wow. Two 10s in a row. I don't know if that's ever happened. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely hasn't. Um, 
I mean, yeah, because usually when I when I take off points, it's for this or that. And I usually what I do in my head is like I'll start at a ten, right? And then I'll be like, oh, I hated that nine. Oh, I hated that eight. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, that's it. And I, it's kind of like what I was kind of thinking about. I was like, okay, what's next? And that's kind of one of the main points, especially for Buffy. Is mm-hmm. like, where am I just supposed to go back to slang? Like, is that really what I'm just supposed to keep doing? Yeah. It's just so difficult to just, like, keep living your life when it's been derailed in such a way. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that, that's just, you know, it's very, it's very hard. It's very hard to just keep, keep moving, which is kind of Let's just leave it point. on a positive note. Yeah. Let's leave it on a positive note. Life, um, life is good. <laughs> life is, life, life is usually very good. Life is hard. Yes. And it sucks that Buffy's mom got sick. But the thing is, if it wasn't now, it would have been way down the road, which obviously would have been easier. But the fact of the matter is also that Buffy has so many people around her Mm -hmm. to help her through this. Right. And also another huge blessing is like, if she didn't have Dawn, like if she hadn't been entrusted with the key... Her mom still would have been sick. Yeah, exactly. Know? Like, it was nothing this, to do with Glory. Yeah, was, like, this This absolutely would have still happened. And so Buffy would have been truly and completely alone. But at least she has a sister, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. I felt this way this weekend because I was planning a bridal shower. And uh, if I didn't have my sister to talk me down from screaming at my mother... Uh, it would yeah. have been really bad. So think, uh, like, take time this week to appreciate the people you have in your life that yeah that help you and get you through the hard times. Caroline, yeah. I am very thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, we'll be back next week, hopefully with a lighter episode, but probably not. Um. <laughs> Uh, with the way this we'll is see, going but yeah uh but until then you can follow us on twitter at buffy underscore speak and uh we'll talk to you then yeah 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 um I yeah, guess yeah, a, yeah 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 listen to maps by the yeah yeah yes okay bye i guys. knew you were gonna fuck i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> i knew it <laughs>